0: The top five bets for week 18 of the NFL season, and we're not starting now, but we're starting right now. So the first bet that I clicked this week, you beautiful people, you beautiful fellas, fellas, fellas out there today. I looked at Tampa Bay, I looked at Carolina. A rematch of what happened a couple weeks back when Tampa Bay smacked them around for 32-6 victory. I looked at that and I said... I want the under. I want the under 42. It's bet down to 41 and a half in a good amount of spots right now. Let's see if your local bookie, your local guy has still got that 42 out there. Why not? But you can see at this point, Tampa Bay is a seven and a half point favorite on the screen on the YouTube version. And right there is the over 41 to 41 and a half. And I mean, every single site is basically laying the 41 and a half at this point. Just keep tracking those numbers. So why am I liking this spot for Tampa Bay? Well, Tampa Bay has to just reconfigure their offense at this point. No Antonio Brown no Chris Gowan they lose their biggest zone beater in Chris Gowan they lose their biggest take the top off of the defense but can also dominate the most versatile receiver in Antonio Brown they still have no Leonard Fournette who was a check down artist a zone beater they have to reconfigure their offense and no better time to do it in a game that matters that they're going to try and go out there and secure a higher seed because the longer they can get away from the Green Bay Packers in the postseason the better That is the boogeyman for this Tampa Bay team in terms of how they're set up. The Packers have the ability to play two high safeties. They have the ability to put up points on Will and a banged up defense and a just regressing defense of Tampa Bay this year in that pass rush. So this is a situation where Tampa Bay wants to win. It's a situation where they're facing a team in Carolina that has nothing to play for, hasn't all season long, and looks absolutely terrible as they have been. I'm expecting Tampa Bay to load up here and start to use what is the best piece of their offense left, Tom Brady behind a solid offensive line. The offensive line, whether it's in the running game here with Keyshawn Vaughn and Le'Veon Bell, because Ronald Jones is also banged up now, or whether it's giving Tom Brady the time to find underneath routes to Tyler Johnson, to Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans is going to be locked up for the most part by Stefan Gilmore. So what I think you see is the number two neutral pace team in Tampa Bay slow down a little bit here start to play at a slower pace and you already have a bottom 10 pace team in carolina coming into this i think you start to see less possessions less efficiency on offense i mean carolina this season has had no efficiency on offense they rank 31st in defensive epa and now they face a tampa bay defense that ranks number ninth overall you're looking at this from a standpoint of how they've scored points in general they've only scored over 14 points one in the last six weeks carolina only put up six against tampa bay a few weeks back and then you also take into account the piece that tampa bay can also pull their starters although they want to win this game to increase and improve their seating they can just say hey we're up by 20 in the fourth quarter again up by 15 let's get Tom out of there let's get Mike out of there he's our only healthy receiver and I also don't think that Sierra Grayson who has 11 career receptions so far this season nine over the last two weeks he bounced around to a bunch of different practice squads I know he had the big touchdown catch for them last week I don't think he's going to be a consistent piece of this offense moving forward I don't think he's going to be somebody that you can say yep he's going to replace Antonio. oh he'll replace no no he's not going to replace these players so I see them running the ball more Tampa Bay I don't see Carolina finding the success on offense that they have not had all season long since like week three it's been a long season when they were like the best team in the nfl right so my first bet of the week is going to be the under 42 41 and a half depending on what you're getting it at tampa bay and carolina now we move into number two and last week we went three and two on these picks and we just missed going four and one denver who never scores any points right we said that last week under 45 ends up being only 47 ends up being 47 we lose the bet and they scored 24 points the two teams combined the chargers and denver in the fourth quarter i'd call it a bad beat as they only had 23 points entering the fourth quarter only had 23 points five minutes into the fourth quarter 24 points in the final 10 minutes oh my god the odds that i got from that one will still take the winning week let's do it this week let's go four and let's go five and oh why not to close out the regular season i'm gonna smack you around with another under right now under 44 and a half in the green bay and lions game the spread is on the screen right now you can see the packers are two and a half points favorites there's an under 42 and a half under 43 and a half you can find out there probably an under 44 right now I got it at under 44 and a half earlier in the week but here is the interesting thing about this game I I don't care what uh, look Matt LaFleur he looks great he's been doing a good job out there right look this is the thing he's not playing his starters he said oh we're gonna play our guys Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they could play maybe some of their dudes. The offensive line has been banged up. Aaron Jones has been playing banged up for a month and a half. Aaron Rodgers has a broken toe that he has been laboring through. I don't think you're playing your starters. And what better time to let Jordan Love have his second start of the year? The first start in Kansas City against an improving defense, not a great spot. This start against the dead last ring total defense in secondary that has no pass rush and stinks at tackling and has no cornerbacks in the Detroit Lions. Why not let Jordan Love see that defense? Give him some confidence to end the season. See if you can see the big time throws out of Jordan and love one or two of them in this game so i'm not expecting the packers starters to go you look at this team and these teams in general are two two of the three slowest slowest-paced teams in neutral pace in the nfl they play very slow the packers milk the clock the packers in this game might run a little bit with aj Dillon if he's not pulled early and then they got patrick taylor out there they're going to be much more inefficient you look on the opposite side of this one and you already have an inefficient team in the detroit lions detroit ranks 27th in epa per play expected points added right and that that's an efficiency metric so they're already playing at a slow pace so they're not running a lot of plays when they do run plays they're being inefficient in them and that's why you're seeing Detroit if you look at it over their past 10 games they've only cleared 16 total points twice and you saw them clear with 29 points last week against Seattle because Seattle was playing soft defenses because Seattle was blowing them up putting up a 50 burger so you might say oh they scored 29 points oh I'm on Ross St. Brown's playing well oh Swift is back although I think he's gonna be limited if he plays at all so I think you're gonna see two slow paced teams you're gonna see fucking Tim Boyle or Jared Goff versus Jordan Love and I'm not gonna be somebody who wants to be taking it over on that one I really don't don't trust the Lions enough even to be taking the spread on that. So we'll take the under 44 and a half, under 44, 43 and a half, wherever the number is. I like all those numbers. Personally, that's where we're going. And as we go through the final three bets, a quick word from our sponsors. Price Picks is an over-under site where you can get a free bet up to $100 to use on player props. You get that free bet by using the code SAL. S-A-L. On your first time deposit, it will give you a free bet up to $100. You can take the over-unders on plenty of props and more come throughout the week. Rushing yards, receiving yards, fantasy points, not just for football, but for basically every single sport you can think about. They have the best odds board in the business, and it is legal in states that you might not think it is. New York and Texas, for example. If you'd like to tail some of our action this week, we have Noah Font under 40.5 receiving yards and Ezekiel Elliott over 44.5 rushing yards for Saturday's slate with more bets to come throughout the week from this content. Use the code SAL for a free bet up to $100. That is code SAL on prizepicks.com for a free bet up to $100 dollars all right so for the third bet of the week let's tackle the first spread that we're looking at and it's a matchup that we've already actually taken this spread once i think at minus 17 earlier in the year and we won on it it is a division matchup to close out the year like plenty of these are the new york jets versus the buffalo bills the bills earlier earlier in the season as a big spread some money was coming in on the jets for that game and the bills end up going out there and getting a massive 45 to 17 victory i'm expecting them to double it up here the bills can't get the one seed but they can at least improve to get some more home field advantage in the postseason you have the Jets coming off of their potential Super Bowl which ended in a loss right the Jets they face in Tom Brady their former division rival they're gonna beat him they're gonna do it and they run a fourth and two QB sneak a miscommunication leads to getting beat in the final 30 seconds by Tom Brady rips the souls out of Jets fans yet again right 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 through the heart right out of now you get the Bills coming off of what they've just been doing is fantastic they're starting to actually establish a running game Devin Singletary looks decent which is making the defenses that they're facing have to bring an extra safety sometimes not all the time but an extra safety down into the box meaning that bada bing bada bang deep plays middle of the field stuff laser throws for Josh Allen are hitting at a higher clip so as of right now I am taking the bills at minus 16 and a half get it on DraftKings we'll bet MGM points bet. it's all the same spread right now over the buffalo over the new york jets so the bills minus 16 and a half over the jets you can see right here it is a low total just 43 so this they really have to thread the needle here it's going to be a situation where you have to hope that the bills defense which they are set up to do can limit this jets offense which has not been great to around 14 points or less and look if you just look at what the jets offense has been doing lately you might look last week oh they scored 24 against tampa bay in that game right they'll definitely get it well it's just not looking one game the jets are bottom five in both scoreability and bendability scoreability is a cold hard facts cold hard football facts .com stand and scoreability basically tells you hey This is what a team is doing. They're cashing in on their yards. Can you turn your yards into points? If you want a little math equation for it, it basically comes down to offensive yards divided by total points scored. So the Bills in that metric are top five. The Jets are bottom five. The Bills in that metric are actually number three. And then when it comes to bendability, it's the opposite. The amount of yards you're giving up versus the points you're giving up. Are you not actually breaking, right? And the Bills, they're not breaking. They're number six in a good way, right? The Jets on the opposite side, bottom four. Bottom four in the NFL. So what you're getting here is a matchup from a team that puts up a lot of yards and scores a lot of points. Cashes in on those good red zone offense, good deep playability. And then on the defensive end, they're limiting yards and limiting points. You get the Jets on the opposite side, who absolutely at this point is not playing anywhere near that. Josh Allen right now, the number one overall ranked real QB rating versus Zach Wilson, the number 31 ranked out of the starting quarterbacks out of 32 real quarterback rating quarterback. This is just a complete mismatch. That's why the spread is so wide, but I like it even more than that. I don't see the Jets' ability to put up a lot of points in this one off of a letdown game, as I think Buffalo continues to roll towards a higher seed. The Jets don't have the personnel in the secondary or up front, as the Bills have one of the best offensive line advantages on the week. Take the Bills minus 16 and a half. We got two bets left, and we're going to hit you with a couple of more divisional matchups. The first one, is a rematch, a divisional matchup. Of course, you're gonna get the San Francisco 49ers and the Rams. Now, I'm really tempted to take the 49ers here. And earlier in the week, they were plus five and a half. I didn't pull the trigger on it. Now they're bet down a little bit, so it doesn't look as good. But I do like the under in this game. I'm taking the under 44 and a half on the Rams versus the 49ers. It's available in multiple places right now. As you see, the 49ers right now are plus four and a half. Earlier in the week, it was plus five and a half, plus six. It's opened at plus six. I don't want the plus four and a half now that I missed out on that number. But I will take the number at where it opened at total wise. So we haven't moved anything there at 44 and a half. We what you're getting here is the rams earlier in the year just destroying this team it was thursday night football i believe 31 to 10 and they ended up knocking the socks off of the rams or the 49ers knocked the socks off of those rams and now the rams want to be somewhat of a different team like if stafford stops throwing pick sixes and they don't have to play from behind they want to go power running game even if henderson is able to return which i don't think he will this week they want sony michelle to run the ball sony michelle in five straight games has 18 or more attempts in all those games and he's averaging over 21 attempts per game on the ground they want to play play action passing they want stafford to only throw 30 or 30, 35 times a game that's where they feel best without. Robert Woods right now with other pieces of their offensive line banged up in Whitworth the Rams who once ranked 30th in the NFL in running plays per game after these past two to three games they now rank 25th right it's slowly coming up if you played another couple games they probably rank in the top half of the league and running they want to get back to that type of a format so that's going to slow the pace of the game down for a team that is normally a fast-paced team you already have a slower paced team in the San Francisco 49ers coming in here and we know the way that they want to play and Trey Lance might be getting another start so a little bit more mobility there they want to be able to run the ball Elijah Mitchell and that's what they did against the Rams the first time Elijah mitchell has 20 plus attempts in four straight games when he played the rams earlier this year he had 27 attempts he was inefficient because the rams defense ranks number one in run defense and they are a solid tackling unit but they still wanted to be able to run the ball in that matchup against the rams earlier in the year where they only ended up allowing 10 points since then their defense has actually gotten even healthier right they got an even healthier in the secondary and more so up front their defense at this point ranks number five in pass rush nick Bose has been playing very underrated at this point and number seven in run stop So you get two teams that are pretty solid at generating pressure, solid at tackling and solid at stopping the run. And both of those teams want to be able to run the ball. So you're just going to be getting head on speed here. And I think what you're going to see is a lot of three and four yard carries, a lot of inefficiencies, but the chains will be moving. The clock will be ticking. The possessions will be shortened. And the unders, I think, hit here. So San Francisco versus the Rams, under 44 and a half. And yeah, I am taking a lot of unders because some of these teams might start pulling their starters. San Francisco, by the way, has to win this game. As an underdog, they have to win this game, right? If they, if they lose this game and the Saints win, they're out of the playoffs. If they win this game, they're in, right? It's set. So they have a little bit of motivation as well in this one if you're thinking about taking a side so now with that said let's talk about our fifth and final bet and it was going to be the ravens the ravens before monday night football kicked off i took personally the ravens minus three and a half versus pittsburgh now that is up to minus five because even though pittsburgh won they looked terrible as bad as possible his t- three yards per attempt for big ben is just absolutely brutal for throwing 50 times in a game but now that number is all the way out to minus five so it's not as much of something that i want to touch or recommend as the line is totally moved so we'll go to another one here and i'm going to go to new england and miami and i'm taking new england minus six and a half versus miami you can see that spread on the screen. Now it's about a 40 over under another really low total here. New England is minus six and a half. And here's the thing. My gut is telling me to take New England minus 6.5. My brain and thinking about past situations is saying this is the perfect Miami Dolphins spot. Miami won 17-16 earlier in the year. Totally different team since then in September. Totally different uh, quarterback in Mac Jones and defense in the New England Patriots, though. But you have New England coming off of a massive win, 50-10, to 10, put up a 50-burger, and Miami coming off of their first loss in a while and looking terrible, getting blown out by Tennessee. So your gut says, oh, you're getting maybe an extra point or two here because of what happened last week. But honestly, I don't know if that's the case. I still think that this might be value on New England at six and a half here because New England's not that different from Tennessee. They're actually better than Tennessee in terms of their defense and their offensive efficiency. And Tennessee just steamrolled this Miami team. Like Miami had a six game winning streak going, but these are the quarterbacks that they beat. Ian Book, Zach Wilson twice, Mike Lennon, a combination of Cam Newton and PJ Walker, the Texans, combination of quarterbacks there, and then Lamar. Lamar, the only quality win during a time when Lamar was dealing with injuries. So this is not a great Miami team. Their offensive line is putrid, dead last in the NFL, and New England's not a good pass rush but when you're facing a terrible offensive line it's going to be a top five pass rush matchup for new england and we talked about scoreability from the coldhardfacts.com and scoreability here for new england number one number one in the nfl uh, bendability number one this team is literally number one at scoring points on the yards that they accumulate and not giving up points on the yards that they allow and now they have a miami team coming in here that for the most part struggles to find any big plays right Jalen model is not being used as a big play receiver this year he's getting a lot of targets but not deep downfield Devontae parker is struggling to stay healthy and mike gasecki with parker back is not being used out as much. The big plays are just not as much there. So I feel more confident in the fact that if New England gets up in this game, And they're up by a couple of scores. You're not going to see a march back similar to last week with the Texans couldn't do and the Jacksonville Jaguars couldn't do in games where they got behind. And I would say that Miami's offense is not as bad as those offenses, but in terms of having to play from behind and putting up points quickly this last month, month and a half, they haven't had that recipe. So yeah, I think New England minus six and a half here. Again, it's the gut call almost, right? It's believing in Bill Belichick in the final game of the year. They have an ability to get the one seed. They have a top five pass blocking and run blocking matchup this week. Miami ranks 24th, bottom 10 in the NFL in EPA per play on offense. New England top five like the matchups all look great here the only thing trying to galaxy brain it is terrible loss for Miami last week massive win for New England I know there's already an extra point built in like this should probably be New England plus five to plus five and a half but at the same time everything just still lines up here I don't think one week is going to fix that for what I think is a somewhat fraudulent team in miami so there you go there's five bets for all you there's five schmacks for all the beautiful people out there thank you for tuning in and be sure to check out the sponsor of the program pricepicks.com if you use that code sal you will get a free bet on your first deposit up to 100 to bet on some props limited time offer. so take advantage of it not now but right now you all rocking we have more content already out and throughout the week to help you with dfs on saturday and sunday slates and i appreciate you all a ton we'll have some live streams this weekend thank you for being here and i'll see you all in the next one